All right, welcome everybody. Episode number 32, Ride the Pine. Uh, I'm Dan, joined by Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? Yay, pretty well, man. How's it going over there? Not too bad, not too bad. Things are going well over here. Your um, breath smells like Ritz crackers. Oh, for God's sakes. You, you, you had to just bring that up, didn't you? They smell like they're freshly baked, though. Are they freshly baked crackers? They are freshly baked crackers. <laughs> they're delicious as well. Uh, so... On this episode of Ride the Pine, we're actually going to be doing something a little bit different. Now, one thing that we've noticed as of late is that they're introducing a lot of more women into male professional sports. Like uh, the NFL had the first female ref this year. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the it's, M- it's really being quite involved. Uh, the NBA had an assistant coach uh, hired for one of the NBA teams. I believe it was the Lakers, I, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. Uh, actually, no, it was the Spurs. Um, also, in the MLB, there's been some associate coaches who have been um, hired who are women. And yeah. most recently, and the most exciting for me, was um, a former uh, women's Olympic hockey player competed in the men's all-star game skills competition, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, that that um, is cool. It's cool how all of a sudden it can cross over and everyone's like, oh. Uh, why not? You know, you look to your left, and you're like, oh, yeah, wait, can, can they? Yeah, sure. What? Why Why not? We just never really quite got to this stage, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, that is really the question. Um, and the and the weirdest part was, was the fact that um, this uh, woman's, um, oh, my God, I'm trying to bring up her name here. Hold on. So she participated in the speed skating, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, let me see. Uh, where is it here? Uh, Kendall Coin Schofield yeah. was the one who competed in the skills competition for fastest skater. Yeah, she actually ended up beating Leon Dreitzeidel of the Edmonton Oilers, who has actually won two or three years in a row, and she ended up beating him by uh, almost a tenth of a second. And the the part that kind of boggled my mind a little bit was the fact that the NHL recognized that Leon Dreitseidel was the winner on the NHL's website. I wish I had screenshotted it, but they had recognized him as the winner of the competition. And I guess there's a check to the winner for $20,000 on top of that. And the check went to Leon Dreitseidel. And a lot of people were like, wait a minute, but Kendall had a faster time than Leon why did why didn't she win the check or why didn't she get recognized for it hold and on what? after all, I thought Connor McDavid won it what oh what she some, had it was the fastest skater it was the fastest skater okay that's yeah. what I thought it was and there was some but, hoopla about uh, about her not being recognized as being part of the competition and okay. like she wasn't even on like the standings or something along those lines um huh because right now, so she she shows up on the on NHL.com. She shows up, and she finished in seventh out of eight. Yep, with uh, beating out Clayton say, Keller. Beating out Clayton Keller. Yep. Um, where is it? Yeah, because Connor McDavid had a, just a crazy good time. Thirteen point three seven eight seconds. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. And isn't that his third year in a row? Like that that goes to yes. show he literally is like gifted by to be this the fastest skater. <laughs> you know. But the thing that blows my mind is Kendall was uh, a hair less than one second slower than Connor McDavid. Which is impressive because, you know, uh, a, a female and a male, you know, 
body is is made differently and in that kind of atmosphere with that kind of equipment and everything they have on them like that that's a lot of variables and that's pretty impressive it really is uh and and the thing that's you know really getting to me is the fact that i think what's happened in our country is that more people are saying that you know these sports are dominated by men you know women should be more involved which I know you and I have talked about this before, and, you know, you're all for that as long as they kind of, like, know the job that they're supposed to be doing and things like that. Right. But it's weird. Yeah. If, it's if, if, they're doing it, if they're doing it just to force it, that's a whole different story. Right. So, and that's been the thing the past, you know, not, not the thing, but there's a lot of standing up for rights and a lot of passion behind gender. And how right. people identify sexuality, uh, j- just genders in general, right? In sports, like like what we're discussing, and that's that's what I think is beautiful about our country and the world is turning towards that and being accepting of that. But it doesn't mean we have to plug a woman into a man dominated thing or a man in uh, plugged into a woman dominated thing. Um, that I don't think makes sense for that reason. Th- this girl was obviously one of the fastest skaters out of that group that skated. I don't know if other skaters were faster that didn't participate. It doesn't matter, right? But she competed and she wasn't even like out of the realm of winning, right? She was good. But my problem is where they start to put other genders into stuff that it that they don't need to, but they're doing it because it looks good or it'll, you know, it's good for PR. Right. And I was actually just about to say that. It's like, is is it a PR stunt or is it because she genuinely deserves to be there, which I think in this case she absolutely does, considering she beat other male professional hockey uh, hockey players. Right. No, and and we don't know the official rules, or at least I should say I don't. But she's not in the NHL, right? But she that is can correct. participate in the NHL All Star Weekend. I didn't know that was a thing. So. Who's to say these these insane athletic people that you know put out YouTube channels or whatever? Why couldn't they be invited to an NHL All Star Weekend? Is it just because she was on the USA team? Is it is is that what qualifies you? Because I don't I don't know the rules, but why wouldn't this have happened sooner before now? It's great that it did, right? And I think it could, it's good exposure for equality, but if it's allowed, then it. It would have been allowed for anyone that that qualifies. There's probably a speed skater out there that's faster than NHL, you know, players. I wouldn't be surprised if this means that the NHL is moving towards maybe having a professional uh, women's NHL, like a WNHL, like they have the WNBA. Yeah, that'd be um, a huge, huge. That would be massive for for women in sports because uh, I know I have. Um, you know, my sister played sports. Uh, she played hockey growing up, and uh, one of her really close friends, her name is Stacy. Uh, shout out to Stacy. Um, plays hockey. Uh, I wouldn't say for, uh, well, I wouldn't say for a living, but I mean, she she plays it often, very very often. She's very talented. Went to college with my sister, and uh, I'm sure she would like jump at the bit at the chance to play professional hockey for a living i think that would be great for women in sports but the question is you got to have the right audience Uh, do you have the numbers financially like in a business perspective do you have the numbers to support a uh, countrywide audience right because the nhl itself isn't even necessarily booming 
So it would have to be, you have to be really, you know, really carefully get into something like that, you know, and you just can't have a crossover. You can't have both genders because like I said before, this has nothing to do with a gender, but, but the physique of, of most men wouldn't work well with women and, and, and could be dangerous, you know, Na- right. like w- women naturally have an average body size smaller than men. So that's why football there's such this debate about them playing football. It's great, right, in Pee Wee and like high school and all that. But there is a point where the average woman body doesn't grow to the to, to the stature that a, a man says. Some of them do, right? But not the average. So right. you can't mix it too much. So like you said, you'd have to go into like their own division. Yeah. And I think I think the main thing is for me is you gotta have not only the funding but like I said, business-wise, you have to have make sure that you're going to have that demographic that's going to tune in and show up to an arena for a game. Uh, you know, that's that's the main thing because if right. not, then it's not going to work. Right. So you know what bugs me about women involved with sports or playing sports or doing it on this national stage right now is not that they're a part of it, but it's when these associations or leagues try to involve them like announcing or analysis in the NFL. There are some women that are involved that don't make sense when they talk about it. And it, and I shouldn't say they don't fully make sense, but, but their terminology and the way they know the game isn't on the same level, but it's good enough that ESPN or whoever wants them because they're a woman and they want that fit to work. Right, and that's what bugs me, because sometimes I've listened to them. I've listened to uh, a female reporter, and it didn't it didn't make sense. And I don't believe that ESPN didn't have other uh, applicants that applied for the job. I think that that they, they went above and beyond for a woman for that. The uh, movement I, is I, cool, I, but not <clears throat> when the skill isn't there. Right. And and in all honesty, and I've said this before to a couple of friends of mine, but I think the most knowledgeable woman on ESPN to date is Stefania Bell on fantasy for fantasy football. Now, I think she's uh, the smartest one that they've they've hired to date, mainly because not only does she talk about like like the injury factors, because she's, you know, a former, I believe, either physical therapist or doctor of some kind. Um but also, she's very knowledgeable about football. And, you know, I actually enjoy hearing her takes whenever I've watched fantasy football now. It's been really intriguing, you know, her takes on it. And so I think... Yeah, no, I like, agree. Like we've talked about... Because she's gotten into it. Right. And I think it's, it's, it's like you said, if it's done the right way and they know what they're doing, then it's perfectly fine. But when you are doing it to force it because you want more gender equality and things like this and all these political things, then that's not the time or the place to do it because you're going to lose viewers for it when it looks forced right. and you're going to lose, you know, potential sponsors, things like that. Like if ESPN tries to force, you know, these women on screen who, you know, kind of like miss a step or or whatever. I think there's oh, a time and a place for it. Yeah, you know, and and for us, like you know, sports uh, fanatics or gurus like you and I, that we're not experts, but we know it very well. Like I've already lost some trust in ESPN sometimes, just due to their mainstream reporting or what they put mm-hmm. out sometimes. That I actually turn to 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 internet sites and and other streams 
to get my information, regardless of gender, right. if that's irrelevant. But like sometimes what you hear there is like way, way too mainstream and you want more analysis on it. And then, right. so, then so then some of these people that they bring in compound that, you know, um, you mentioned someone you like, like that. I like Justina Anderson a lot. I think she's great. Uh, yeah, and, she's and, and very I like, good as well. And she's appealing to to listen to. When she goes to say something, I, I find myself being drawn into it. And I like that. Right. And I think that's the main thing with, with broadcasting at this point is not only do you need to know what you're talking about to make it sound convincing, but you also need to have a voice that will engage your audience. Like having a having a voice that sounds like this is probably not the best person to do broadcasting. Right, because let's uh, be honest, it, that's not making fun of a woman's voice. It, no, it's, it's, it's why not. you wouldn't get a job as, as a radio a, a radio host or radio voice. Like you have to have the voice for it. It doesn't matter about gender. So people are like, oh, be fair, let a woman do it. Well, it has nothing to do with that if they're not meeting the qualifications. <laughs> Then right. what do you do? It's like we're not just going to hire you because you're a woman and and you know you're looking for gender equality. If you don't meet the criteria we're looking for, then we're not going to just hand you the job. It, it's like you have to show us that you know you can perform the job adequately. Not only that, but are you the right fit for that particular job? Yeah, and I think that's where some of us get carried away with this equality. And they're more concerned with just the labels of who they are getting certain jobs or yeses or nos instead of what the job needs. You know, it's kind of like the the uneven bars. If a man, you know, didn't make a team for the uneven bars because he was six nine, and someone's like, "Oh well, we didn't. He didn't make the team because he's six nine and he doesn't fit the uneven bars, right?" Oh, that's not fair. Let him do it. It's because he's a man. No, it, not at all. It's because of his height. That he doesn't right. fit it right. That's all. No, not, it's not sexist. So when a woman doesn't sound right on on a re, on a report or doesn't that doesn't have the right intensity or whatever, it, that's just that's part of the voice. It's nothing to do with the gender. You know, she exactly. happens to be a female, and I think that's what really irritates me. That everyone's like, "Oh, come on!" It's it's just it's like in t-ball. Let everyone get a home run. Like we all score. Well, I mean, not not really. That's not really how it all works. So you would qualifications are based on. Their ability, not on well, they are a woman. Oh, this one, th- this this woman is black. Oh, yeah, maybe she's even better. No, she'd be good because she's good at reporting. Right. Jeez. I completely agree. With, I completely agree with you. But um. But it, you know, what? it's cool uh, to see. Also, I get excited about it because, like in the NFL with the ref, that that's pretty intense. That that's not an easy job. Um. So no, that's definitely not. Cool. Like that girl earned it. You know. Right. And, you know, and kudos to them for, for, you know, accomplishing that goal. That's pretty amazing. It's breaking a ton of barriers. Um, but uh, any final thoughts before we sign off? No, man, that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm really anxious to see if, 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 uh, if a woman gets into a hockey or, or football, that'd be, <laughs> it'd be something to see. Uh, it's pretty cool when you, you hear about some of these girls or, or women, you know, playing in uh the high school or collegiate level, and that's that's pretty impressive, and it, and it's fun to see the uh, the hard work pay off. Absolutely, I one hundred percent agree with you. So that is going to do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Thank you all uh, to all of you for joining us. Um, stay tuned for our next episode next week. Uh, uh, we will be back with some more hot takes from all around the world of sports. Take care, guys, and have a great one. <laughs>